Light that spark fire nation, a JLD here, and welcome to episode 1599 of EO Fire, where I'm chatting with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. Turn website visitors into Leeds Fire Nation with fireup.co. It is amazing. It is free. What are you waiting for? Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Ro Singh. Ro, are you prepared to ignite? I am pumped. Yes. Ro is a global leader and entrepreneur who spent over 25 years leading billion-dollar performance transformations. Ro is the founder of Populous, offering high-performance consulting services. Ro created the Happiness Platform, the Leadership Framework, and hosts the Leadership Show. Ro, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro, and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Hey, thanks, John. Excited to be uh, chatting with you guys. Huge fan. Yeah. I love the 1599. Eh? That's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Mate, I'm in sunny Sydney today. This is where I grew up. Um, blessed to have uh, worked and uh, played in most of uh, most different parts of the world, lots of exotic locations. I was actually born in a little island in Fiji. If, you're, if your listeners haven't been there, they've got to get there right away. It's beautiful, beautiful place. Total paradise. You'd relate to it for uh, you know, based on where you're uh, situated right yeah. now. <laughs> Mate, my forefathers uh, actually they left a port in Calcutta to head to Fiji about 130 years ago, and because they'd stayed in Fiji for that period and so far away from India, they actually preserved a whole bunch of those cultures. So when you go to Fiji, you'll think Fiji is like. India back 50, 60 years ago. You know, that's how <laughs> slow it's moving. And then when you combine the island, island lifestyle, you get the most laid-back people in the world. I'm married. My family's uh, my rock. I've got a North American girl, Kimberly, from Canada. I have three sons. The youngest is 14 months and the oldest, 26 years old. You know, my work's been dedicated to building high-performance companies and people. Uh, recently, we've as you mentioned, launched the Leadership Framework, which is a checklist for entrepreneurs and uh, large organizations in themselves in driving um, high-performance lives and companies. The Happiness Platform, it's essentially designed to help people get to exactly that, a space where they're happy, they're anxiety-free. We're trying to get to a place, John, where you know, we can reverse the trends of what's going on in the world. You may know by some of the other guests that you've had that by 2030, in just 14 short years, half of the world's health problems are going to be mental health problems, right? So what we've done is the last three years of my life, I've dedicated to sitting with swamis and gurus and modern health experts and putting together a platform where people can get on it and launch off to a life of success and happiness. That's I hope that's done enough to fill the gaps there for now. Yeah, that's filled the gaps. And I will have to say, I'm even more excited to visit Fiji than I ever have been before. And uh, I've actually always been pretty excited because, you know, I spent four months traveling the entire country of India back in 2009. So I, I went from north to south, east to west, and just fell in love with the culture and the country. So knowing that that's been transplanted in some ways over to the Fiji area is pretty exciting indeed, Ro. So thanks for sharing that. Oh, you're welcome. In India in itself, as you mentioned, uh, glorious spot. Glorious. You have to get have to get to Fiji, mate. It is unbelievable. But hey, sunny Sydney too. You've been down to Sydney yet? 
I'm coming in November of 2017 because I'm keynoting We Are Podcast, which is the podcast conference of Australia. So I'm excited. Kate and I are coming out. We're going to spend a couple weeks in New Zealand and Australia and just have a blast. We'll have to hook up. Definitely. So, Ro, <laughs> what exactly is your area of expertise? If you could just sum it up, what would that be? My area of expertise is essentially about driving performance. So that's either in individual leaders, uh, individuals of any nature. I work with, uh, at the moment, uh, some executives around the world, as well as a prominent Swami who runs some 650 temples around the world, uh, feeds about a million people a day, a million school children a day, I should say. So that's my area of specialty, is more around strategy, performance, but off late, it's been really dedicated to how do we get people to lead better lives. Well, on that note then, what don't we know about leading better lives that we should know? Yeah, the number one thing, John, that I notice people do at the moment is they're continuously chasing something, right? And that ch- something has been planted in the, into their heads through either the schooling systems, their parents, the people that they live next door to or hang out with, right? So essentially what happens is people work hard all their lives, they get you know, decent accomplishments, or they fall by the, uh, by the side. But even the ones that have been accomplishing really, really good things, they've let their mind go. So anxiety and restlessness has started to take over. So the tip that I would give to people over here is to focus in on who you are, right? What essentially is your nature? And then make your mind your best friend. Because the way it's designed, it's designed to be your worst enemy, right? So figure out who you are, why are you here? Define your purpose in life and then become great at that. Put all your effort into doing that duty and do it the best that you can rather, worrying, rather than worrying about what everyone else is doing or telling you what to do. Mm, love that. So let's kind of move into your story now, Ro, because you've had a very interesting journey, a very interesting career. So take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moments and tell us that story. Uh, John, I mean, I, I started off, I was very lucky. I grew up uh, in an entrepreneurial family. Most people would look at it as, hey, you know, what, uh, you know, what obstacles life's thrown at you. You can't get to, you know, the, the, you can't afford to get to the best universities and schools, etc. But I looked at it as what an opportunity, you know, an opportunity to work in the family business, go to the farm, you know, just build something where you're in touch with people every day. You're up early, you're dealing with fresh produce, etc. And what ended up happening is when I finished school, I got married really, really early and we had our first son by the time I was 18. So I had no choice but to go out there and do something more than get a job. So because the jobs were going to pay me what back then, $150, $200 a week, and I needed to earn something like $1,000 a week to live the lifestyle that I wanted to back, back, I'm talking 25, 25 odd years ago, 26 years ago. So I went into uh, commission-only selling insurance policies, which taught me a real lot about people interaction and uh, doing really well as far as uh, selling and closing ratios. And on the back of that, I started a whole bunch of different gyms around, around Australia, and we were doing really well. I went in there, and I spent a lot of years in there. I did really, really well, became uh, you know, as high as you can go in, uh, in, the, in that particular space, taking me around the world. But it was a mistake walking away from doing what I love doing, doing something for myself. There's nothing like that. And then when you come back, as all entrepreneurs will know, 
it takes a good few years to get that rhythm back, you know. So that that's probably my worst mistake I've ever ever made as a you know as an entrepreneur. So, Ro, what do you want us to take away from that struggle that you had, from that worst moment? What do you want our listeners to really get? So I have, uh, as I mentioned, I have three boys. The youngest is uh, 14 months. The other two, one's 24 and 26, but they both have just graduated with their master's, one in business, one in public health. The thing I tell the both the boys is get into doing something for yourself right away, okay, and stick to that. Do something for yourself. Be your own boss, the own master of your own destiny, and do something that's inclined with your nature. So it doesn't matter how tough things keep going. Make sure you structure your life in such a way that you can keep on going. And then, you know, the beauty, just um, the rewards keep coming. But you need to be patient and persistent. So let's do a little bit of a shift, Roan. Let's now talk about what you consider one of your greatest ideas, one of your aha moments. Take us to that story. The one that I'm most excited about is one where I was working with a good friend of mine, Swami Bhaktichairu, and uh, the guy's 70, and we're working through, together. We're making a short film on the mind and happiness, etc. And he was telling me his story, Johnny. He told me how at the age of 30, he traveled the world, and you know he came from a decent family, etc., but he always had this this inclination, this feeling that he wasn't being complete to himself. So he, he, he traveled around searching for a guru and he finally found one. And he ded- he's dedicated now 40 years of his life in selfless service. I, for one, have always felt that my journey wasn't going to be that. My journey was going to be something that was going to impact practically into the everyday living world. And I didn't know you know, I had a role to play with it. I didn't think I was qualified for that. And then my son, when my, one of my sons started to graduate, I realized that, oh, my God, he's going out there and he's just going to be the same as everyone who's going to have stresses and worries and anxieties. And I hadn't actually prepared him properly. So at that moment, I decided to put all this knowledge that I've been gifted with living, you know, for 40-odd years as a Hindu and also by my training experiences in modern, the modern world as far as psychology is concerned – you know, in terms of persuading people to buy things and have a live positive life, etc., And also all this knowledge that I'd gained from sitting next to gurus and swamis, that knowledge has been kept as a secret, you know, passed on from guru after guru after guru. And unless one taps into that source, they don't get it. So my major moment I had was like, hey, this isn't actually that hard. So we built what's called the happiness platform now where people can go in there and they can tap into that and make that as part of their own lives. And then we take around some of these, you know, enlightened folks and we get people to sit next to them, ask them questions, learn techniques off them. So that's probably the biggest one that I've had as far as, you know, contributing to society and what actually makes me feel like I'm doing something worthy in this life and what works in, you know, in line with my nature, John. So again, I kind of want to dive into that and just make sure that you're able to pull out the message, like the learning that you want Fire Nation to get from that aha moment, that idea that you had. It's one about nature, right? It's about understanding what it is that you're meant to do. And for 35 years or so, I fought that. I did, I wanted to climb the corporate ladder, which I did really well. I wanted to make money, which I didn't you know, do really well in as well. I wanted to have all the things that define a, um, a good life in the minds of everyone else. 
but I was always unsatisfied. There was something there that was unsat, you know, was not satisfying me. And I, what I realized was I wasn't doing something that was within my nature, which was to serve, right? Serve the majority. And so I see a lot of entrepreneurs out there today, for instance, and people working in corporate, they're doing things which they think will end up making them money, okay? But the really successful ones, they're doing what feels great to them. And by doing what feels great to them, they actually enjoy the process of doing rather than waiting for a result. Therefore, life immediately becomes a whole lot more successful. And because they have so much love of doing what they are doing, there's no doubt that's going to be contagious and people are going to buy whatever it is that they're selling. Fire Nation, what the world needs more of is you doing what you're excited about, what you're passionate about, like what gets you up in the morning. Like we don't need, you know, another person that's doing a soul-sucking job, being a zombie, getting to work somehow. We need that person who's fired up and no matter what niche it is. I don't care if it's fishing in Northwest Canada, you know, or collecting seashells in Sydney. It doesn't matter. It's if you're inspired and fired up by it, that's what you need to be bringing to this world. Now, Ro, what is the one thing that you are most fired up about today? Hey, John, great question. I'm glad you asked me that. What I'm most fired about is how I can help people through either putting them in connection with these ancient Vedic uh, principles and tools to bring their mind to a place of serenity, a place of joy. And then they can go about and doing whatever work that they're doing, but they enjoy that rather than feeling enslaved to it. Because whether we like it or not, our world, the way it is, it's, it's, in, a, it's in a rat hole right now, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's going down and everything that's happening is fueling that even more. People getting greater levels of debt. You know, our uh, millennials are confused. They don't know who to look up to, who not to look up to, because there's conflicting messages which go against the virtues that their parents and the grandparents have tried to teach them. But the problem is there aren't stand-up real pillars in the community that shine out and people can go, you know what, I'd like to behave that like that. Because when we were growing up, we had the Mandelas, we had the Gandhis, we had, you know, Mother Teresa's, all these, you know, uh, people to look up to and go, hey, I might like to model myself around that. You know, today there's a lack of that. So this is what I'm most fired up about because I think, one, we can do it. We can, you know, do it within three breaths, bring our minds back to, you know, a level of serenity and happiness. But two, there's a massive need for it. And that's why I love platforms like this where it allows people to actually share what's working for them in their lives and people can choose what to do. Well, Fire Nation, I hope you choose to stick around for the lightning round because value bombs will be dropped after we thank our sponsors. If you're stuck when it comes to designing your next logo, website, or even your business cards, then it's time to stop wasting time and start taking action, and DesignCrowd can help. DesignCrowd is a crowdsourcing platform that gives you access to 500,000 creative minds from around the world who can come up with amazing designs for you. All you have to do is launch your brief, and then designers will begin submitting quality designs for you to review. Within hours, you'll receive your first design, and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 
100 plus different designs to choose from. All that's left to do is to pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer. Or simply enter the discount code FIRE when posting your project on Design Crowd. College is failing entrepreneurs every day by not teaching the skills that are necessary to survive in 2017. A college degree will make you a living, but self-education will make you a fortune. Jim Rohn. If you're eager to learn the strategies that will help you successfully create and grow your own business, then my friend Billy Jean has the solution. It's called Jean Pool Elite. As a member of Jean Pool Elite, you'll receive a flash drive from Billy Jean every month designed as a key to teach you something you didn't learn in school, but need to learn to survive. Why pay thousands when you can have access to weekly live trainings and monthly courses that will unlock skills you can implement today to grow your business? Visit can'tlearnthisinschool.com to sign up for your free trial of Gene Pool Elite today. That's can'tlearnthisinschool.com. Ro, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Definitely and John. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? But I've always been an entrepreneur. At the age of six, I was cutting the in Fiji jackfruits off the tree. I don't know if you know jackfruit. They're very, very no. sticky. Uh, very, very sticky. I didn't, you know, I'd learned that you need to put lots of oil on your hands. And then I was going around selling it for 15 cents a piece. But in my case, Joe, we had no choice. That was the only way to get some pocket money, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if not, you can't buy the lollies at school, right? <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever received, Ro? Oh, it was a strange one. It was, it was uh, I think I was about 29, I became national sales manager of a large computer company. And I had guys your age and my age reporting into, into myself. And, you know, there's, you, you question yourself, you think, how did I get yeah. here? And, uh, you try and change yourself to suit all these other people. And the, and the CEO came to me one day and he said, hey, Ro, I don't ever want you to change who you are. And I was really confused because here I was <laughs> in these accelerated development programs that were meant to change me, right? And he's like, I don't want you to ever change. I think it was the best advice that he's ever given me. And I go back to that moment uh, over and over again. And I finally realized what he was talking about. He was talking about, you know, he saw that I was very clear on my value set, my virtues, what was important to me in life, right? And how it made me courageous not to just stick as per the norm, what was accepted. And then I realized that's what actually got me that job. That's what got me to be able to earn what I was earning and live the life that I was able to at that particular stage. So I say to people, as long as you're very, very clear with your, who you are, what your values are, what purpose you have in life, then stick to that. Don't, don't conform. Just be who you are. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Daily rituals. Each morning, 4 a.m., as you know, I couldn't change with the time with you because at 4 a.m., right. you know, I'm training, um, surrendering with my prayers, my pranayamas. There's a whole series of breathing techniques that I, that I use because, as you know, our lungs only only use 30% of its capacity. And as we get nervous and as we get anxious, our breathing becomes shallow and shallower and shallower and shallower. So I use these pranayamas, these asanas, and then, you know, I, with the mantras, I refresh and rejuvenate my cells each day. So each day, you know, when I wake up, I wake up happy, I wake up excited, I can keep going all day. 
www.populus.com.au.com Lots of articles, lots of videos, and for your for your listeners, uh, get them to register, and we'll throw them three free videos uh, oh. on the happiness platform. Yeah, we just did this awesome series with this amazing Swami and a whole bunch of entrepreneurs like Joe DeSena, etc. They can have uh, you know the next three for free. And what's a parting piece of guidance? Making sure you know who you are, right? Making sure who you are, and you. Work towards that and keep your mind healthy. Keep your children's mind healthy because the schools are not going to do it, right? You yourself are not giving them the right example. So make sure that they're taking plenty of time in to build the resilience, to work hard, but to know that they love, they have lots of love inside of them and they can, you know, live a, a great, happy life. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with RS and JLD today, so keep up the heat. <laughs> and head over to eofire.com. Just type Roh, R-O-H, in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz, Fire Nation, timestamps, links galore. And of course, head on over to populous.com.au to check out more about that. And... Ro, I just want to say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Hey, all the best, JLD. Thank you so much for making the time. Totally enjoyed this chat. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Ro today. And I am dropping value bombs on Snapchat and Instagram. It is the only direct mentoring that I do. It's a great way to start your day. So find me, check me out, at John Lee Dumas, and I will catch you there, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Eager to learn the strategies that will help you successfully create and grow your own business? My friend Billie Jean has the solution. Visit can'tlearnthisinschool.com to sign up for your free trial of Jean Pool Elite today. That's can'tlearnthisinschool.com.